Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Hit the subscribe button. You'll be glad you did. Trust me. Also, I'm on YouTube. Just go to YouTube, search DeHuff Uncensored, and then again, hit that subscribe button. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, as well as Blake Street Tavern. Got a lot of great headlines coming your way today, including some some Colorado guys, the South Park guys. They may be in some trouble. They may be in some trouble. We'll get to that story coming up. But before we get into headlines, I do want to catch you up real quick. Swimming at the Bay yesterday in Broomfield. And it's just a little water park. And nothing too spectacular, but it's better than Waterworld as far as price goes. And it's not as crazy. And the kids love it. There's a lot of water slides. It's fun. It's great for younger kids. If you're a teenager, maybe not so much. But, uh, you know, my kids, seven and nine, it's perfect. But what was funny and that I had to bring up to you, I saw it and I'm like, I, I got to share it with the people. The people, you guys need to know this. So I'm sitting there getting sunscreen on it, and I look over to my left and I'm like, what the hell? This is the day and age we live in, folks. Two like teenage girls doing a little photo shoot for their Instagram or TikTok or wherever they're fucking posting this shit. Maybe they're doing videos. I don't know. But they're literally sprawling out. And I look over at one point and there's this, she's like basically in doggy style position. I'm like, there's children around. What are you guys doing? It was, it was funny. I couldn't help but look. Then I realized they're kids. I was like, I, so I had to keep looking away. I was like, this is, I feel like a pervert, but I was like, what are you guys doing? Here's the thing too. They weren't in like this, because I was telling one of the ladies that we were with, Nikki, I was just like, Nikki, did you, did you see this? She's like, why wouldn't they go into the, like the water where it was just like, you know, a better background. I was like, I know there was like a random bush and like a trash can and then like random people behind them. I was like, they obviously don't know what the fuck they're doing, but it was funny and it does kind of give you a, a, a glimpse of the world we live in now. And if my buddy Herman, <laughs> we'll call him, would have shown up, I would have done the same thing with him just to be funny. <laughs> be like, come on, we got to do a photo shoot. Take a picture of me. Look at me. I'm spreading my legs. <laughs> No, I, then I'd get kicked out. I would get kicked out. The girls, they probably will never get kicked out. But like if a guy does that, oh, my God, those are some boundaries you don't want to cross. It's just funny. I'm sure you've seen it. it. It is kind of annoying when you see people like stop doing whatever the fuck they're doing. Maybe they back up a line or whatever because they want to do a selfie in front of a menu or something like that. It's like, dude, it, it's, it's getting a little out of hand. There's people that fall off cliffs because they're trying to take a selfie or they get run over by cars or whatever. Man, we are we are a dumb society. But it was funny. It's good content. Everything I see is potential content. Keep that in mind, folks. If you ever run into me, you say something weird, guess what's going to happen? It's going to come up on this podcast. You're welcome. Anyway, let's move into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now... Here are the headlines. <laughs> the 
A man was hospitalized after giving himself a nose job after watching a YouTube video on a DIY rhinoplasty. <laughs> First of all, why was that on YouTube to begin with? YouTube, you should be embarrassed and you should have at least some sort of software that screens this shit, but obviously they don't or the, it doesn't work properly. So this guy in Brazil performed his own nose job and he was treated, he had to go to the ER because of it. And he had all this, all these things wrong with him for, for doing it. And according to the local media, the man did watch the YouTube video and he figured, hey, why not? What a good idea. Here's the thing, real quick. In case you guys didn't know this, YouTube is great for DIY. I've fixed my washer, fixed dryers. I've fixed so many things around the house and saved tons of money courtesy of YouTube. There's a lot of great YouTube videos out there. But here's the one thing you don't go to YouTube for. That's medical shit. Because there's a lot of bullshit out there. There's a lot of people that think that they're medical experts. There's a lot of people that think that they know what the fuck they're talking about when it comes to the medical world. Don't follow or take advice from anybody on YouTube unless you know for a fact they are a certified fucking doctor. And even that, you don't try to perform surgery on yourself. You go to the doctor. My God, I shouldn't have to say this. But uh, here I am. It's kind of like that old conversation we have on this podcast where you say, quit sticking stuff up your butt. Let me just say this now. Don't perform surgery on yourself. Unless it's something like you got a, like a stick stuck in your skin or something and you got to cut it out or something like that and, and you're lost in the woods or something, that's fine. That's acceptable. But to look at yourself in the mirror and go, I really want to fix my nose and then just start pulling out a like a hacksaw and what I, I'd be curious to know what tools he used. Holy shit. Fucking chisel and oh, gross. Oh, God. So stupid. Don't do that, people. Don't be dumb. Take a second. Take a minute and just take a step back and go, is this a good idea? Because I guarantee you, there's part of you that says, hey, maybe we shouldn't do that. And if you don't have that voice in your head, there's something wrong with you. There is. I'll be honest. Now, this next story, people think that the guy thinks there's something wrong with him. The wife or the girlfriend thinks there's something wrong with them, but I don't. Okay. There's Vicky and Lucas. They've been dating for a little while and he's 39. She's 31. And she was saying that her boyfriend, Lucas has nonstop erections. They're so frequent. They can happen at any time, such as in the sh going to the shopping center or going for a cup of coffee. Part of the reason is they are constantly banging each other. Constantly. Lucas even went to the doctor about it, but was told it's not a medical issue. He says he's never experienced this before meeting her and puts it down to her being a quote-unquote goddess. This is what he said. She only needs to, to look at me and speak to me, and I get hungry for it, he said. It's a pheromone, a testosterone, just linked together correctly. 
I can easily come to bed and look at Vicky and have an erection. I fall asleep, blah, 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 blah. You get it. Okay, here's the thing. He's a guy. That's what happens. If you're attracted to somebody and it, it can just go off. Okay, ladies, here's what's funny. Real quick, side note. My wife was just like complaining to me. She's like, maybe you don't do this story because you always talk about penises. It's like, I don't always talk about penises, but then I was like, eh, fuck, I'll get into this story anyway. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, it was the penis statue I think she was thinking about. Here's the thing. She's given it to him a lot, so his body is just like, okay, he associates when he looks at her that that's what's going to happen. So it's it's a natural thing. It's like feeding a squirrel, okay? Stay with me on this one. But his penis is the squirrel, right? <laughs> the squirrel is going to get fat if you keep feeding it, huh? Right? That's what's happening here. Stop feeding the squirrel. Guess what? Or maybe not as much. The problem will, quote unquote, problem will go away. Man. Hey, speaking of a fat squirrel, I banged your mother last night. What the fuck does that even mean, Connery? Are you calling my... Your, what? I, I don't even know. I don't even want to know. That's right. Well, anyway, I banged her. <laughs> okay. I did. That, that was kind of an unnecessary uh, chime in, Connery. I mean, you really didn't add anything to it. You just came in there and just asserted yourself. Well, you know, I like to assert myself and just shove myself into tight spaces. Anyway, that's not the case with your mother. Oh. Oh, God, Connery. Son of a bitch. Anyway, I think the solution to this like I said, quote-unquote problem, is to not feed the squirrel as much. And it won't be coming out in the in the most random of places, getting coffee. <laughs> it just makes me think of the movie Anchorman when uh, Ron Burgundy's talking to Veronica and they're in the middle of the sales area or wherever, they're in the newsroom, and he just all of a sudden has a massive erection. <laughs> Mr. Burgundy, you have a massive erection. Really? Yes, I do. Um, I'm sorry, it's the, it's the pleats. It's, a, it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. The, it's not fl flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. Mm. Oh, this is awkward. That's just what it makes me think of. He just gets them at random times. And that happens. Guys, it's, there's nothing wrong with the guy. He's just... She's doing that. She's satisfying the need, so the need is always going to want to be there. So that's that's what it is. I got some more headlines coming your way, including one that is kind of mind-blowing, but I think we all knew this was coming. Anyway, but summer is here, and there's no better time to make your first bet with Superbook Sports. Excuse me. Along with its vast betting menu, Superbook already has a lineup for every pro football game this fall. Plus, when you make your first deposit on the Superbook app, uh, or on the Superbook, uh, Superbook.com, they're going to match 100% of your money up to $500. It's never too early to start thinking about football at Superbook Sports. So place your bet and start winning today. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. So you're new to town, you just paid a gazillion bucks for a house, and now you can't afford a gallon of gas. Relax, Sparky. You can always lose life's worries at the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. 
Okay, this one is just, th this seems like pure hell to me. So, Spain is having issues with, obviously, keeping up with gas, supply, demand, all that stuff, what's going on. And they're trying to save energy. Plus, it's hot right now. So, that makes it even more difficult. So, there's all this shit going on. And so, basically, long and short of it, they're trying to save money, including, I believe, last week, the... I don't remember if it's the president or whatever, or Spain, whatever it is. He came out like a week or two ago and told everybody that works in offices, especially uh, political figures, to not wear ties unless it was absolutely necessary because you don't want people to be hot. Basically, you need to show up to work. You need to be comfortable. That's it. Be comfortable. So they put a decree on last Wednesday, I believe it was, but basically, all air conditioning in public places need to be set at or above 27 degrees Celsius, which transitions to, converts to 80.6 degrees Fahrenheit. That's fucking hot and uncomfortable. And basically, all the doors need to remain closed just to save energy, which I get. So this includes offices, shops, bars, theaters, airports, train stations, basically anywhere out in public it's going to be uncomfortable, right? So it's just not going to be fun to be there. And and I get it. They're trying to save energy, but 80 degrees is just, you might as well just have your AC off. Might as well not even use the air conditioning. The rule includes heating. So when it goes into the winter time, your heating has to be at 19 degrees Celsius, which converts to right around 66 degrees Fahrenheit. So the winter, it's going to be chilly. Now, I don't know what their, their winters are like, but they're nowhere near like something in Colorado or the Midwest, anything like that. But that being said, it's still not comfortable. But that being said, as far as the, the heat goes, is in the wintertime when it's colder, just put on a fucking coat. But in the summertime when it's hot, you can't just, I mean, you can't be walking around naked. I mean, you could, but you're going to end up in jail. And who wants to be in jail naked? Nobody. No, well, I'm sure somebody does, and that's fine. <laughs> but, but, not for me. Not for me, okay? So I, I feel like that's miserable. That's got to be miserable. 80 degrees in, in shops, airports, especially airports. And, like going to a movie theater. I love going to a movie theater because it's usually nice and cool in the summertime. Oh, it's great. But now, could you imagine if they did that here in the States? Which makes sense. I get it. And if they did it, they, they we would save a lot of energy, uh, not only statewide, but, you know, as far as the nation goes. But we'll never do that because we don't want to, we don't want to be the bad guys and start telling people to, you know, you got to be uh, uncomfortable. Plus, other places in the United States are just miserable with humidity and shit like that. Colorado is pretty easy going. It's, it's a dry heat, okay? It's not, it's not the, the moisture of the South, and I, I just don't know how people could stay in that. This is the story that just really, I saw it this morning. I was reading the Denver Post, and I'm like, wow, wow. I did not, I knew this was bad, but I, I, I didn't know it was this bad. Obviously, the guys, the creators, and just basically the local heroes of Colorado, Trey Parker, Matt Stone, obviously, like I said, they're the creators of South Park. 
they purchased Casa Bonita last year in, I want to say, September. And their whole idea was to take this iconic place in the state of Colorado and just redo it and, and keep its integrity, but just like make it better and, and clean it up. Because we all knew it was pretty nasty. The food was just a joke. I mean, it was essentially, you felt like you were paying a shit ton of money for TV dinners. And it, it just wasn't good. And then when you actually look closely at a lot of the stuff, because they always had the lights dimmed in there. And when you actually took a, a moment and looked at the walls and stuff, walls were disgusting, right? I'm going to read from the Denver Post article because they sat down with Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Again, two amazing people, super creative individuals, and obviously grew up here in Colorado. This is what they uh, Trey Parker was saying. Have you ever seen Kitchen Nightmares? It's the very, very worst of those you could possibly ever imagine. What we thought would be, oh, this will be cool. We can buy this and open it, and it'll be around again. Turned into, oh, this is what is going to be what we have to put all our money into and hope that it works. It's like they walk in there and they realize just how bad it is. For a reading from the article, for months now, Casa Bonita has been a full-blown construction site with a crew of about 80 people there daily trying to remedy the building, which Parker and Stone said have been severely neglected. Things like updating the HVAC system and plumbing and work on electrical and gas lines. We're talking about just health and safety stuff. So someone won't die, Matt Stone said. The fountain out front, for example, was raised earlier this summer amid concerns it may crumble and is expected to be rebuilt. The previous owners deferred maintenance in an almost superhuman way, Matt Stone said. They just didn't take care of anything, and they ran it completely into the ground. Anyone else that said, oh, I want to buy Casa Bonita, they wouldn't have made it because this is going to cost so much and it's really dumb, Trey Parker said. We absolutely should bail and stop spending money, but we're committed now. I think we all knew, and again, thank you so much to the Denver Post for writing an amazing article and having a great conversation with Matt Stone and Trey Parker, again, the creators of South Park, purchasing the iconic restaurant and entertainment place, I guess you could say, of Casa Bonita. But Here's the thing. We all knew that it was a joke, that Casa Bonita was this. It was something you had to go to just to say you did, but you always left there going, oh, God, I wish I wouldn't have ate there because you had to eat there. And they do have really good sopapillas. And I know those are going to stay because these guys understand the, the history of Casa Bonita. But when you sit there and you listen to how... This place was just a wreck, top to bottom, inside and out. And it pisses me off that, one, we all went there for the most part. Most of us went there numerous times. Like, anytime somebody came out of state, they're like, oh, I've never been to Casa Bonita. And be like, well, all right, we're going to Casa Bonita, right? And then you go there, and everybody's just like, oh, God, it's kind of feels sick to my stomach. And being like, yeah, that's the food, huh? <laughs> That's Casa Bonita for you. You'll get diarrhea. Don't worry. You'll get through this. 
But what bugs me is, and I, I meant to look it up, I don't know what health department was inspecting this place, but I imagine that they were doing a shit job. I, I, I don't think it's really hard to imagine that. And that pisses me off. Because I remember when I worked in restaurants, yes, it wasn't a full-service restaurant, but I worked at Chipotle, Subway, Quiznos. I think that's it. I don't know. There's some other places, too. But it doesn't matter. But I always feared when the health inspector came in because, like, we wanted, especially when I was at uh, Chipotle, we were mad if you got one ding on the inspection because you always wanted to get 100%. And... Like they were, they were really picky on stuff and they'd be like, Hey, got to ding you. This sanitizer water is, it's too cold or whatever it was. And the pH level isn't what it's supposed to be. Or, you know, you, they find something and you're like, shit, man, we fucked up. Or there's no date written on these, this food in the walk-in cooler. And then you get dinged on that. And like, or this is really, this is unsanitary. Like this never really happened at, Maybe at one of the subways it did, but like if something was really dirty, you get dinged on that as well. So it just bugs me. It's like, how the fuck did Casa Bonita stay open? How did they not get shut down by health inspectors? So that's a, like a side thing that needs to be investigated. I'm sorry, whoever was doing the health inspectors there. Hey, maybe maybe you listen to this podcast. Let me know. Am I wrong in saying that you you did a shitty job? Because it sure as shit sounds like you did a shitty job. Listen, I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say this. If they pass a health inspection on a regular basis, I wouldn't eat at any of those surrounding restaurants for like two, three miles because the same health inspector or same group is involved. And they're probably shit. Not all the restaurants are shit. I'm not saying that. I guess I said it, but I shouldn't have said that. What I'm saying is you can't trust that they're following health inspections because fucking Casa Bonita was clearing, and they shouldn't have been, according to Trey Parker and Matt Stone. And we all kind of realize that, but man, I would love, I'd love the opportunity to go to Casa Bonita and, and just like go behind the scenes and see what they've done and, and what their progress is because I think it's fascinating. And I think a lot of people in Colorado want to know, like what, what is it really like behind the scenes? I, I would like to hear those horror stories from Matt Stone and Trey Parker be like, what did you guys actually walk into? Like visually paint the picture for me. What, what happened? What, what was it? Cause when he, when they say that imagine, kitchen nightmares with Gordon Ramsay, you see some of those things where there's like stoves and grills and vents that have never been cleaned. Or if they have been cleaned, it's been years and there's just grease built up. Is that like what they're talking about? Is, was there rats in there? I, I can only imagine the bugs, the infestations that they had there. I mean, it's just horrifying to think that so many of us in Colorado ate there. And we all chuckled when we'd go there and be like, it's Casa Bonita, ha, 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 ha. It, the food sucks. But then you come to find out, it's just like, no, it, it was really bad. It was a lot worse than you thought. And you're like, oh, what? So I would love to 
have I need to try to find a way to possibly sit down with somebody, even if it's not those guys. I'd like to talk to like their new restaurant manager or whatever. But I'm excited uh, of the transition. And I know they're going to do a good job. I believe in Matt Stone and Trey Parker. I've never met them, but I, I know that they have pride in this and they're not going to do a shitty job. I want to see what they make this into. And I think it would be horrifying if not enough people went there on, on opening day and continue to go there to support what they're doing. Because it's an iconic place. And I can't wait to see the transition. Oh, man, it was such a joke. And it was always so embarrassing when you took somebody there because, like, they always they saw it on South Park, you know, Cartman, uh, you know, going to Casa Bonita, you know, and doing all, doing the, the where they do the cliff diving and stuff like that. And people are like, oh, shit, that's a real place. Oh, I have to go. And then you take them there. And the experience was just like the food sucked. And like the, even like the speakers, when they're trying to do the show, you could hardly understand what the guys were saying. The last time I went there, I'm like, the speaker sounds like it should have been replaced like five years ago because it's like, you can't even understand what they're saying. And you're like, oh, they're talking about, I think it was like Black Bart or something like that. And I don't know. It's just, I'm excited for it. I'm sure when they open, we're going to be there. Maybe not on opening day, but I, I'm definitely taking the kids. My wife, we're going to go out there. We have to go out there. It's exciting. And it's something that, like, I think any one of us, when we walked in there, you could go, this is nice, but, man, why don't they do this? Like, I always said, and, it, like, it's, like, again, I'm not, like, this amazing chef or anything, but I always remember looking at the food and be like, why don't they give a shit about the food? Just make it good, please. And it's like it would be so much better. That alone, you would make you want to go look past the, the chipping paint and the, the shitty speakers and all that stuff. It would make you look the other way. But like they they neglected what they technically were was is a restaurant. And like you did a shit job on, on the food. It was funny because I was looking at some Kitchen Nightmare videos. And it is funny and sad, like how many restaurants that just freeze shit or buy stuff that's frozen or they just let stuff sit and expire, then they serve it to people. It's disgusting. There's a lot of people in the restaurant industry that shouldn't be in the restaurant industry. And it sounds like the people that owned Casa Bonita before, that's who they were. They had no fucking business being in the restaurant industry. And thankfully, Matt Stone and Trey Parker of South Park bought the place. They're scraping it to its bare bones, and they're redoing everything, including they, ha they have a, a certified, legit chef going in there that's going to make some amazing food. And it's exciting. Just for the food alone, I can't wait to go into. But then to see the atmosphere that they create, it's exciting. I, I don't know how many more times I can say that I am excited as somebody that went in there numerous times as a kid and as an adult, as a father going into Casa Manita and going, I just wish it was better. And now these guys are trying to make it better. And I know they will. I believe they will. The problem is, is they're, they're taking a huge financial risk doing it. 
but I know they'll come through. And I think we, as a cluster, as a, as a group, as fellow Coloradans, we, we need to support them when, when it opens up because they're putting their heart and soul into this and, and it's, it's got to succeed and it will succeed. I just want to make sure that we're all there supporting them because they're, they are taking a big risk. They wanted to buy, I think it was like the Coney Island hot dog place. I, I'm not really sure, but they said, they're like, we would love to, we'd love to do that. But we're in so deep right now with Casa Bonita. That's the furthest thing from our mind. So it'll be interesting. So stay tuned to that. I know they're doing some concerts over at Red Rock. So Go check that out on the on Red Rocks's website. You can go there. They're doing a lot of stuff. The guys from South Park. So they're I think it's their 25th anniversary of South Park, which is amazing. I'm still blown away with their creativity. If you can ever find it, I think it was called Six Days to Air. It was a special that they did on Comedy Central of how South Park is made. And they literally will write up to I believe that that day of when it airs, the, like they'll make last second changes if they need to, if they need, because they want to stay current as current as possible and as relevant as possible, which is great. So they're not just doing a, a, a generic topic. They're trying to stay topical. They try to be like, what's the daily news going on? What's the weekly news? And they try to get that in there. And they'll whether it's a small joke here or there, or maybe that's their main focus. But if you can ever find, I think it's called Six Days to Air, and it's all about South Park and Matt Stone and Trey Parker and how they put things together. If, if you're not a fan of South Park, you should still watch it because it will blow you away and it will make you respect them a hundred times more because it's jaw-dropping. For what they do, it's jaw-dropping. It's it's amazing. And, and the fact that they're from Colorado and I, like I said, I've never met the guys. I've never met them, but I just respect the shit out of them. It's, it's really cool. And it's cool that they're from Colorado. Come on. I feel like we're best friends, but we're not. Okay. Hey, you know what's happening? Episode 200. I know South Park is celebrating their 25th anniversary, but I'm celebrating my 200th episode and it's right around the corner. I'm so excited. I'm very, listen, <clears throat> a lot of people don't say this enough about themselves, but I'm proud of myself. I am. And I'm proud of you guys for uh, coming on this journey with me. I, I, what, a year and a half ago, I never thought I'd be here, but here I am. And I want you guys to be a big part of episode 200. So send me an email at dehuffuncensored at gmail. Send me your favorite moments or topics from the podcast. Maybe you have a story you've always wanted to share, or you can ask me anything you want. I have a couple people sending me videos. So if you want, you could. I think you can do it through facebook.com slash dehuffuncensored. You can send me something through Messenger. You can send me a video if you want. It's fine. It could be a simple thing of saying, hey, dehuff. It's me, Billy Bob, and I think you're great. And I'm touching myself right now. Thanks. Bye. It could be something like that if you wanted to. I'll play it, most likely. Or it could be a story, as long as it's quick to the point, although I can chop it up for you if you need to. Uh, either way, you can send me stuff that way. Uh, it's exciting. I'm, I'm so excited. I do have a couple of special guests uh, lined up that I recorded already. Those are set to go. Maybe you're a celebrity and you want to join the podcast. Hey, 
dehuffuncensored at gmail.com or hit me up on direct message on Twitter at dehuff, D-E-H-U-F-F, or wherever, okay? You can send me a link, uh, share a link, whatever. Either way, I want you guys to be a part of it, and and I'm so excited. I, I love the interaction that you guys have with the podcast. You guys have a weird sense of humor, just like I do. I was, and, and this will be part of the 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 special. I had some lady, uh, Nicole, that listens. Her and her husband, and I think his name is Marco. I, I could be wrong, and I apologize. But either way, she knows my wife, and she's like, "Oh, by the way." We love your husband's podcast. She's like, oh, really? What's your favorite episode? She's all, it's one of the more recent ones. And she's like, what one's that? She's all, it's about the fish that stabs the woman. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, that one? That's the one. She thinks it's this, this the best. I'm like, okay. <laughs> or at least the, her favorite story anyway. So if you have a favorite story, let me know. Again, to huffuncensored at gmail.com. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be some of the the original stuff some of the stuff i did before where it was like more of basic topics whether it was talking about skinwalker ranch or the lady that crashed in the amazon i remember brad one of our listeners brad was saying that that was one of his favorite ones from back in the day so either way whatever you want to do or maybe you have a crazy story that when you were growing up you always heard and you don't know if it's true but either way you want to share it or maybe something wild happened to you recently or in the past, let me know. Let me know. I, I love hearing from you guys. You guys you guys are the best content, okay? And I, and I love it. So, again, dehuffuncensored at gmail.com. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, at dehuff, D-E-H-U-F-F, or you could always do at dehuffpodcast on Twitter, or you can check me out on Instagram, dehuffuncensored. I'm on what is it? Uh, TikTok at the Huff Pod, the Huff Uncensored Podcast. I don't know. It's really fucking long. Just search the Huff. You'll find me. And then, um, of course, like I said, Facebook, facebook.com slash the Huff Uncensored. Make sure you like the page so you can follow it. And I post videos. Although, by the way, on TikTok, TikTok's so sensitive. Sensitive. I've never had more videos taken down than on TikTok. And it's always for the dumbest freaking reasons. They're like, this is too insensitive or inappropriate. Like, have you watched any videos on TikTok? TikTok, have you watched your own videos? I got that one where I was talking to that lady that had the penis statue. They said it was too inappropriate. Like, you have women exposing their breasts and, like, humping things and whatever. Like, but that's, but I crossed the line. I'm like, oh, my God, you guys, TikTok. I like you, but I hate you, okay? But anyway, yeah, just you can find me anywhere. If you want to communicate, let me know. If you're having trouble sending a video, but you want to send a video, let me know. Just send me an email to huffuncensored at gmail.com, and I can help you out with that. But I love you guys. I truly do, and, and it's exciting. I, I'm ex- excited. I was talking to James Merlat with, with the fan, and he's just like so He's such a good guy, and I know a lot of you guys bag on him, but he's such a good guy, and he's he's a supporter, and I love that. He's just like, I can't believe you're... This was like when I was in the 140s. I was like, he's like, I can't believe it. Congratulations. I can't believe you're that far. He's already... And now I'm at going on to 200. 
And then, like, talking to all the other guys, like Scott Hastings, amazing. Ryan Edwards. By the way, I don't give Ryan Edwards enough credit, and I need to give him more credit. Ryan Edwards and I worked together at The Fan for a long time. For a while, I was his producer. He was the board op, and we worked well together. We wrote, if you guys remember the metrosexual DeHuff bits, back when, back, back when metrosexual, metro was like a new term, and we were kind of making fun of that. Anyway, Ryan and I wrote those bits together, and that was our thing. We would spend a while, like we'd just go back and forth on what should we say, how and he's very articulate and he he would come up with some very creative ways to say things that are dirty and we always tried to walk the line sometimes i walked over it and then he would back me up to make sure that we didn't get kicked off the air but ryan edwards is a very creative individual i'm very happy for him him and benjamin albright do a show on 850 koa and they do a great job. They do Broncos talk or something. I don't know. I don't know the name of the show. It's too late for me, okay? Ryan, I love you, but I'm not going to listen, okay? Get over it. But he does a great job, and I'm very proud of him. And there was a point in time where, like, he was debating, like, do I go back into banking or something? Because maybe this radio thing's not going to work out. And then he stuck through it. He has an amazing wife, Amanda. She stuck with him and encouraged him in all the right ways. And now look at him. He's doing great. They just won an award for the Colorado Broadcasters Association, I believe last year or earlier this year, for their work, him and Benjamin. And and they did. Do you call him Benjamin or Ben? I'm just going to call him Ben because that sounds weird. If you say his full name, it's Benjamin Albright. If you just say his first name, you got to say Ben. Anyway, so congratulations to them. They're both doing a great job. But really, I just want to point out Ryan Edwards because I don't think I've done it enough. And uh, he's a great guy. I want him to continue to be successful. He is uptight sometimes. So Scott Hastings nicknamed him BB because like his poop must come out in like little BBs, balls of... <laughs> so next time you see Ryan, be like, what's up, BB? And he's going to be like, fuck you. No, Ryan's a nice guy. He won't say that. But very talented individual. Used to play in a band. Just good guy, smart guy. So I continued success to him. By the way, when I was at training camp the other day, I had told you that I that I always talked to the guys over at Altitude 92.5 Altitude Radio. And I always talked to Mark Mosier, you know, Scott Hastings, Vic Lombardi, all those guys. I'm like really good friends with them because I used to work with them but I always neglect to talk to Brett Kane. And I told you that I was going to make a special point of going up to Brett and start talking to him. I'm going to assume that he's my number one fan because I was over there and I was talking to Mosier and all of a sudden Brett just stands up and he's just like, Hey, what's up to Huff? And he just like shook my hand and I'm like, Hey man, uh, I, I've been an asshole to you. I haven't been talking to you and I always blow by you. And I was, Always talk to these guys, and I'm sorry about that. We ended up talking, just shooting the shit about, you know, stuff, whether it's sports or miscellaneous topics here and there, or just radio, the radio business in general. So it was, it was neat. They're doing really well that morning show. By the way, that's a morning show you do need to check out. Mosier, Lombardi, and Kane. I don't know if if that's the name, but they do a good job. 
They do a really good job. And uh, I'm mostly proud of Vic and Mosher. Uh, Brett, you're still on the fence with me. I just really started getting to know you. But no, they do a really good job. They're entertaining. What I, what I always look for in a radio show is entertainment. And I was talking to Zach By and Brandon Stokely, and I'm just like, I'm not blowing smoke off your butt. You guys have a very entertaining show, and that's why I like to listen. I don't like X's and O's, and I don't want to sit there and not laugh. If I'm watching or listening to anything, I want to laugh. Hold on. I've been being too serious now here on the podcast for a little while. You got stabbed in the pussy. There you go. You're welcome. Had to break it up just a second. But yeah, you you want to be entertained when you listen to something. And I just don't understand people that just want to be serious. And there's a lot of people in the media that are way too serious. You know what? Let's hold on to that for the next episode because I got a lot of stuff I want to talk to you about when it comes to news and where I've come, come from when it, it, it revolves around the news stuff. Not necessarily sports stuff. But the new stuff. So we'll get into that in the next episode. Thank you guys so much for popping on the podcast. Truly appreciate it. Thanks so much to uh, Superbook Sports, Blake Street Tavern, and of course, Total Beverage at uh, uh, in Thornton in Westminster. Sorry, my brain farted. It did. It sounded like this. Okay. Probably heard it, but there you go. Uh, Thank you guys so much. It's the Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.